Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. The special guest tonight is Lee Jennings, the lead vocalist of the band The Funeral Portrait. They are releasing their brand new album, A Moment of Silence, on December 16th through Revival Recordings. I've been waiting a long time to have Lee on the show, and it was really great catching up with him, talking so much about The Funeral Portrait and also their great new album, A Moment of Silence. So let's get right to it. I will be back after the conversation to tell you how to pre-order the album and how to catch up with everything The Funeral Portrait has to offer. But first, let's start with the first single, The Water Obeyed the Gravity. Enjoy. everyone welcome back to another episode of ian hates music i am very happy today because i'm joined by the lead vocalist of the funeral portrait lee jennings lee how are you doing tonight what's up 
What's up, man? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it's a little cold, but I'm alive, you know? <laughs> That's what I heard. So you were just telling me off-air about the venue you're playing tonight. Can you uh, let everyone know about that weird setup they have? Yeah. It's actually it's, it's really cool. It's very DIY. It's very, you know, punk rock. It's cool. It's, uh, it's, we're here in Salt Lake City, and it's called the Loading Dock. And it's like, it's literally a loading dock. It's literally <laughs> like, a bu- uh, like a bus or, I mean, a... Like a truck could just pull up to it, open up like the little garage door, and then that's where you play. And it's like, it's probably like mm, tops. They can fit maybe a hundred people in there. Oh, wow. So tonight it's going to be like packed out. So, and like, <laughs> because they can only fit so many because, like, it's like I said, it's like a little loading dock area. It's hilarious. It's, right. it's, a, it's a lot of fun. We've played here before. So tonight's, tonight's going to be awesome. So right now you're out with Famous Last Words and Versus Me. Who were you with the last time you went out on tour there? Um, I'm trying to think. I think it was just a, a routing date home. I think we were getting off tour with Islander. Oh, okay. Um, I think our last show was in California with them before they met up with another tour package. And so our booking agent and myself kind of backtracked our way home. You know, sure. did, did two or three shows on the way back home, so that way we wouldn't have to drive straight from L.A. back to Atlanta, which we've done before, which was the worst, like, three days of my life. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> so. Man, that's that's got to be tough. So what happened in that situation? Was there just a complete oh, breakdown? Well, we, we were kind of, it was kind of like, it was one of those things, like the tour that we were on was supposed to have, like, a second leg, and then, like, they're their booking agent couldn't get it together and 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 they didn't want to do it anymore and blah 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 so uh. it kind of just ended in california you know and it was like a really short amount of time for our booking agent our old booking agent to book something for us on the way back home right so we literally just drove from uh la from like downtown la mm-hmm. back to atlanta and Oof. we did non-stop like like we're the type of guys that just like that would just drive constantly. Yeah, so like yeah. I did about like I did about like I think the first shift. So I did probably like seven hours. I just like connected myself to the van right. and just drove, <laughs> and then like, and then the other guys like took over, you know, afterwards. And then and then I drove us home. I think my last shift was like was like ten hours long. Ooh, but wow. I love driving. So yeah. like that stuff doesn't even bother me. Well, on a long trip like that, what music do you normally like to have on? Do you guys rock your own stuff? Do you put on other things? What do you guys normally do to pass um, the time? You know, in, in right then, like that one, we had just um, got done recording our record. So I oh. think we were actually jamming some demos. There we go. Some, like rough mixes. Mm-hmm. But um, but that was like, you know, because that was like, uh, that was like in March, okay. early this year. So, but... Um, but normally, like you know, we, we listen to a bunch of different stuff from like, like, like you know, like music wise. But mm-hmm. then, then lately, we've been listening to like a lot of like podcasts, especially like this one called the uh, the last podcast on the left, and it's and it's a very like kind of like, creepy kind of podcast. But it, it's it's kind of weird. It's it's not like it's not like actual. Like it's like these three dudes, and they kind of just take urban legends and. Ah kind of experiment with them. They research them for about a week or two and then they all get together and they talk about it for about an hour to an hour and a half. Sure. And so like we've, we've, I think we've listened to all of them by now. We just like all just sit up there and just like listen to them on the, on the long drives and just 
learn about some silly crap. Sure. <laughs> serial ki- they, they talk about serial killers, like like cults. Like mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. So, I like the name of it. That name works out yeah. pretty damn well. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. They're pretty cool. No, it sounds good. Now, I mean, I've seen your Instagram. I've seen the stuff that you posted before. You tend to do a lot of different things. Horror is one of the things you're definitely into then? Yeah, I am. You know, it's kind of weird. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to <laughs> horror, the, like the horror genre. Sure. Like movies wise, like I will watch horror movies, but it has to be during the day. Okay. Um, and then I've, I've actually like, I've scared myself so much to the point where like, I don't really do haunted houses either. Like I'm, I'm such a wimp. Gotcha. Like, I'm like a huge wimp. I even like, like at home. Like I sleep with like a night light on, like like it's it's like crazy, like and that's just that's just over the years, like like especially like in like middle school and like high school, like mm-hmm. I would scare myself just watching movie after movie after doing like research <laughs> after research about these things, and then like now I'm like permanently scarred, like <laughs> from actually <laughs> from actually liking these things. So wow. Um, so, so, but I do love it. I mean, I love like Halloween and, and, you know, the, the whole, uh, dark image, <laughs> Sure. you know, the, mm-hmm. so yeah, you there? Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. Sorry. You dropped out for a second. No, yeah, it did. It did. It's, it's weird. I don't know if I have the best service here. You're coming through pretty well over here. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So I've seen you probably three times live already. And aren't you like six foot plus? <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm a giant. I'm yeah. six foot four. Yeah, and I'm. Uh, I'm six five. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you probably shouldn't be that scared of some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. And see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, like, um, and I, like, like I'm being honest. Like my girlfriend, like she, she's like, she loves like horror movies and stuff, and like, and like she never gets scared about anything. And I, I have no idea why. I am just like a wimp. I am literally a scaredy cat. <laughs> Like, and it's hilarious because I, it, you know, you wouldn't expect that out of a six foot four dude, you know, like, you know, (laughs) well, Hey, you're honest. Yeah. You're definitely honest about it. Well, then this also brings me to one of the main things we're going to talk about tonight, which is the new album, a moment of silence. That image on your album is pretty creepy. (laughs) Good. I'm glad you got that. (laughs) Yes. that is. And I was going to ask you, what is that? It looks like a a humanoid creature, but it's definitely um, strange. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a it's a weird it's a weird being. Uh, and I, it's it's what we call it's just like our monster. Okay. Um, it's it's like our little baby, you know, and it's <laughs> and it represents you know the record as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making the records for the past two years has been a monstrous task. Sure. Um, so when, when making the album artwork, you know, we all sat down and, and all decided, you know, what, what did we want? What, what style did we want? And we really wanted to capture um, a kind of more vintage vibe to mm-hmm. it. Um, more like it's coming straight just to vinyl, not even hitting CDs or, or cassette tapes or, you know, whatever it is, right. or just, you know, da- downloading it, you know, MP3. Um, we wanted to, to have like a vintage vibe. So, um, so we, we thought of we thought of that idea of doing vintage, and then we we really wanted a spiral involved into it because the record kind of uh, revolves around spiraling down um, this downward motion mm-hmm. kind of um, in the feeling. So 
we kind of went with that, uh, with the spiral. And then we actually told the guy who, Jonathan, who uh, helped create the album artwork. I kind of, I hopped on the phone with him and I kind of explained the record to him and kind of, you know, our secret stuff behind the record that no one will ever know. Right. And, uh, cause we try and be, a, we try and be kind of secretive, um, oh, sure. with stuff, which I guess I can probably talk about later. Cause yeah. I could go on for hours on that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like with the album artwork, you know, we, we kind of told him we were, I just kind of was like, here's the record like before, like, you know, we even released the, the single or anything, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, here's the record, listen to it and draw what you think the record's about. Draw oh. what you hear. And he came up with the monster and I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so I like sent it over to the dudes and, um, and they, they loved it. And they loved the, like, we, the cool thing about it is like, we kind of like Yergi, uh, really wanted to use the color blue. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I, very course, excited. I was going to bring that up because I had a bunch of questions yeah. about that. So thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. No. And that's that's like a huge thing. It's like, um, you know, like you have bands like, uh, I think it's like the Germs who have that blue circle and mm-hmm. that that whole era of music kind of like that of punk rock kind of had that blue tone to it, with, which, you know, in, in terms you look at blue, and it's just being meaningful of sadness, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, and that's kind of another another take on it, I guess you could say, with the blue. But sure. also, we didn't want to do your typical, like, black and red or black, red, and white, which, you know, I love those colors, and I'd love to do it. But with us, you know, we want to do something different with this record, and, and we want to push the boundaries. We don't want to be just some, what people call theatrical band, you right. know, that wants to be... Jack Skeleton or something, you know, <laughs> sure. like we, we, we want to be us. And, and so we chose this blue black combo and, uh, it is now taken into the form of even my hair. Like I, yeah. I dyed my hair blue and black. So that way it would, it would match the record. Cause, cause we are, you know, we are our music and, mm-hmm. and even to the form of, I wanted it to be even my freaking hair was that. Right. So. <laughs> Now, did anyone else, I haven't seen you guys live since, you know, this whole tour, because you haven't been around the East Coast for this one. Has anyone else in the band really kind of embraced that whole look as well? Um, not not really. I mean, we don't, you know, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, since starting, we don't, we don't match on stage anymore. We don't wear, like, suits and, like, right. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we, we're just us now. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and not saying that we weren't us back then, but we what we wear on stage, we could have just woke up in the van wearing, you know right. what I mean? Like, like there isn't such a set, um, dress code. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so there, there's more color involved. Like even like our last music video, I was wearing a freaking pink t-shirt. Yes, you know right. what I mean? So, 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 you know, it's us. We, we want to just be us. Mm-hmm. And that's something that so many bands, I think lose after a record or two is they, they lose who they actually are. Sure. And with, with us like this is our first full length and, and this means so much to, honestly it means way much more than our ep ever will because gotcha. this is this is you know this is double the amount of songs you know what mm-hmm. i mean and feeling and, and it took us two years to write this freaking record and get it out for kids and and it's you know so now we get to now we get to perform live which is amazing so no, that's awesome. And by the way, before we even continue to get into this, I wanted to congratulate you on it because it is really a great album. 
<laughs> Thanks, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you dig it, man. I, that that means a lot. So. No, absolutely. I saw you. I think live even before the EP came out, and then got to see you afterwards when you were on tour with uh, Alisana. And I liked you when you were doing that. This album is significantly different from that first EP. <laughs> what was is. that mindset like going from that um, EP to this two-year work of art? <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a really that's a good question. Um, <laughs> It's kind of hard because I've grown so much in the past two years. Because before, when we were the funeral portrait, you know, circa what when we started 2014, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we first entered the studio, we were still called Cosmoscope. You ah, know? gotcha. And and that was our that was like when we first entered the studio with Neil and and Sean. Um, you know, we 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 didn't we weren't you know, signed to revival. We didn't have like some game plan about touring all the time and this and this and this, you know, and this becoming our full on life, you know? So, you know, what we did two years ago, you know, is two years ago us, which means our next record probably in a year or two, you know, hopefully sooner than two years. We really want to put it out next year. Oh, wow. um, Okay. Or, you know, right after we just want to keep putting out music, you know, but, um, awesome. So, you know, more about that, you know, next year, I guess. (laughs) What's this record about? (laughs) Right. right. But, you know, um, but with us, like, we always write music. So it's it's a constant, constant thing, you know. But, um, but, you know, we're a different band. I mean, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, like, because even the songs on the EP, just because they were released two years ago, doesn't mean that they aren't a year old by themselves, because some of them are. Right. You know, Um, we've been the same members of the band for, I guess, close to five years, maybe. Cause when we were Cosmoscope, we were that for like two and a half years. Right. And then we've been the funeral portrait for two and a half years. So we, you know, we, we really know each other and then we really want to experiment. We want to be, we want to be a different band. Okay. We don't want to be just some, you know, we want to be a unique product, I guess, is is the easiest way to say. You know, we want we want people to to see the show and and listen to the record and be like, there's no other band out there that sounds like the Funeral Portrait. Or I can tell that the Funeral Portrait listens to this 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 this, this and they somehow combine twenty thousand different bands that they listen to into their own, and it's really freaking weird. <laughs> but I love it, you know. Right. And and that's 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 kind of like what the new record is. Is we didn't want to be your run-of-the-mill theatrical band anymore. We wanted to be the funeral portrait, you know, just a fucking kick-ass rock band. Right. Um, well, you so guys... That's why there's some rock songs on there. You know, that's why there's some less screamy stuff, but then there is some really metal tones. You know, there's some riffs in there and stuff and, and a few breakdowns. Yep. So it's Some guitar know, it gets, solos. Some, yep. So The way I look at it is you guys are unique people so you're going to end up making unique music. Exactly. That I like that. I like that. You know, and that's and that's something too. It's like we we really are. You know, like a lot of people think. You know, uh, you know. I, I had some some kid ask me actually last night. I took off my jacket, and he was like, "Oh, you don't have any tattoos?" And I'm like, "I'm like, no, man. Like, I'm actually like like definitely afraid of like anything that's like full on permanent." Sure. So like. So like even like sometimes like permanent hair dye or like like I've never had a piercing I've never had like 
I, you know, like, so anything that's like full on permanent, I'm like kind of afraid of. Right. So, so anything that would be on my body for the rest of my life, like I'm like definitely afraid of. And that, that, you know, a lot of people, they're like, Oh, but you're playing a band tattoos and like all this stuff. And like, we're, we're just who we are, you right. know? And that's, and that definitely comes out in the new record. You know, it's, it's, we are the funeral portrait yeah. kind of thing. No, I totally believe that. And it kind of makes sense too, in the scene that we're in, if anything, it shouldn't be conformist. So you should be able to do whatever you want and people shouldn't even Man. be questioning, you know? <laughs> I fucking wish, dude. I know. I, 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 I wish, man. And, and that's, something that's, that's something hard to swallow. I'm sure a lot of people that aren't in a band or don't know the industry, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, but that's so weird. I mean, that's, Dude, that's like with anything. I mean, I was in musical theater my whole life, and, you know, you, you would think that, oh, you can be unique and you and different, and, dude, that was all a lie. Like, yeah. like when I was in high school, I had a teacher, like, I went to, like, a full-on performing arts high school, and, mm-hmm. like, all we did was just, like, like do that stuff, and, and oh, man, and he would, like, take, he, like, took me to go get my hair cut one day because I came to school and it was too long, or, like, oh. I had it dyed or something. And like because he was he was like creating his own army of uh, of students that could go to some like you know to Juilliard or freaking you know uh. Michigan State or you know <laughs> CCM Conservatory sure. you know all that stuff yep. and, and and you know I was so tired of that and and I don't want to be in a band that has to follow some strict guidelines or rules like to be in it like just dress how you freaking want look how you freaking want and and write the music that you freaking want and if kids like it then fuck yeah and if not well hopefully you know hopefully one day it'll catch on yeah you know yeah no and you were just on tour with farewell my love and chad was on the show before as well and he went into that whole thing about how they don't dress goth anymore like they left yes. that kind of thing behind them and they're just doing what they want to do and what they feel like. And that seems Which to be the right cool. way to go, right? Yeah. And then, you know, and, and not saying that all bands that dress goth or dress, uh, put the makeup on and, and, you know, dress up and do suits and ties and all that doesn't mean that they're not being them. Right. That just means that, you know, that's who they are, you know, or that's their band. You know, it's like New Year's Day. I would never call them out for wearing makeup and, no, and doing right. all that, all the, all that thing because you go see them live and they add so much to their show. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's who they are. And like with us, like, like you know, you you go see us and you don't need the makeup, you don't need the 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 matching outfits to have a funeral portrait show. You know, right. like like with us, it's it's the music and it's the and it's the the show that we put on, you know, the, right. the, the, the crawling around on stage or whatever the hell I do, or <laughs> Yergi swings his guitar in the air or and smashes your hand on my shoulders or whatever. So, um, by the way, how is so, your hand? Oh, it's, 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 it's a little bit better. I mean, it's better now. Okay. <laughs> we had a, yeah. Cause we did have a fill in bass player on that last tour. Um, because Chris had to sit out because of, um, he lost. He actually lost his like green card. Oh, jeez. So, um, so yeah, because he's from the UK, right. and he lost his green card. And his dad told him that he can't leave the state of Georgia because if he got pulled, o- if we got pulled over, mm-hmm. and like, and he went to jail or something like that, he could have been deported because right. he lost his green card. He has no proof of like citizenship or anything. Wow. So, so, 
So yeah, so <laughs> so she had to stay behind, but because it's really expensive, it's like five hundred, six hundred dollars to to get a new one. Oh yeah. So we just so so you know we we finally had enough money after this last tour for him to get one and be back on this tour, which is which is awesome. Yeah. But, yeah our fill and bass player smacked the hell out of my hand Oof. and shattered my freaking knuckle. Oh, and uh, and so now I think for the rest of my life I won't have a have a knuckle one of my knuckles on my hand. So wow, it's a, that bad. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, and uh, it was it was pretty pretty bad. So damn. Well, at least yeah, it's getting a little I, better. I, I kind of lived with it. I don't I don't have I I don't you know I don't have the money to go see the doctor or anything. So I just you know my mom knows enough uh, being a physical therapist. You know, oh, okay. so she. Once I got home, she looked at it and kind of moved stuff around and and saw what what was really going on and uh, and so every once in a while now I have to wear like a brace once it starts hurting. But uh, it's you know I'm a big boy, well, so right, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I I can handle I can handle. <laughs> so. Well, look for everyone listening. This is just another reason besides the album being really really great. This is another reason <laughs> to pre-order and get those merch bundles so that Lee will have some money so that he can actually <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'll have enough money to go get my hand repaired. Right. So. <laughs> oh, that's nah, crazy, man. Dude, if I ever make money, actual money doing a band like dude, I just want to pay for like my family to go to Disney World. Oh, and, that's like, awesome. Like because like my mom and my grandparents like love Disney World, mm-hmm. you know, with my girlfriend and stuff, but Every time we go, like, my mom pays for it, or, like, I just pay a little bit, or, you know, my grandparents pay for it or something, but, like, the one thing I really want to do one day is just pay for them ah. to freaking go on, like, my own card, you know? Right, like, right. You know, I bought the tickets, I did the, you know? So, so that's, that's like, my, my end game. If I can make it, you know, $2,000 for us to go spend a week at Disney World, like, one day, like, I, I knew that I made it, you know? <laughs> that's a really nice dream. I like that. So that's, it's, that's it's a funny one, but it's it's good. So. Hey, it's it's unique. I've actually only been one time to Disney. Oh so yeah. What do you love so much about it, dude? Honestly, the food. I know that sounds weird, you know, but like the food there is so good, and I love it because it's very it's just stress free. Everything is taken care of. Sure. Um, you know, you can have your whole day planned out. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty nice. It's pretty. It's relaxing, you know, it's it's kind of different, you know, where it's not relaxing, like, you know, sit on a beach kind of relaxing, but it's, it's um, you don't have to think about stuff. Like, when I'm there, like, I don't have to stress about what tour the funeral portrait's going to try and get on next, or how many records we're going to sell first week, you know, right. or stuff like that. So, like, I just like going and having a good time with my family, or even with the band, like, we got to go for free, um... Like this was last year. We went with our friends in the uh, server at last, and oh, nice. we were on tour because cause we. I just I just knew someone, and he he was like, "Yeah, I can actually get you guys all in today because they're doing you know free buddy day or something." So we got all got to go, and and that was that's always been a dream of mine is to have a band go go to Disney with me. Cause yeah, like, yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite ride though? Oh man. Um, uh, probably Tower of Terror. Yeah, um, I enjoyed know, that one. It's just, dude, it's just so much fun, and I, I think I like it the most because of the um, the uh, I like the Twilight Zone a lot yeah. too. Um, hence the spiral a little bit too on the record cover. Absolutely. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know that's that's kind of like um, you know I I just really you know I, I enjoy that atmosphere and 
of that ride, and it's and it's fun. It's it's kind of it leaves you guessing because it, it does a random amount of drops every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It can do like two, or it can do like six. You know, right. so yeah, no, I know someone who used to work there. And she told me when I went there for the one time I've been, that was my favorite ride because of all the unique stories she was telling about how things are programmed differently. And sometimes you can get this random one that just completely drops and stops at the very bottom and goes back up. And they have all those different oh, yeah. little stories that go along with it, which is very cool. Oh, it's crazy. It's it's super crazy. But you don't like the horror stuff. So you were still a fan of the Twilight Zone, though? Oh, yeah, of course, and I am a huge horror fan, you know, and and, and, and it's kind of it's kind of a weird, it's a love-hate relationship, sure. you know? <laughs> um, I love being scared, but um, but in a really weird way, I guess. I don't know, it's it's kind of weird, you know? Um, it's it's kind of a weird, it's a weird love-hate relationship. Understood. That I have. <laughs> That's understood. Yeah, I did, when I went down there for that one weekend, I also did the Universal Studios Horror Nights because they had that oh, whole sweet. and yeah. that thing was great. Like it was nasty. Yeah, see, like I, I've I've wanted to do that, but like I said, man, like it's too much. I think I might have a heart attack. Right, and like I've been starting very slowly. Like when I was in middle school, I went to Universal Studios in uh, California with my family, mm-hmm. and we we all did. The, they had a Van Helsing that movie Van Helsing. Oh yeah. So, came out so that shows my age a little bit but um <laughs> that's a pretty old movie i think now because i think i was what in eighth grade so um but like but like they um what was it but they like uh they had a uh a haunted house that was up all year round to promote that movie and that was the scariest thing i've ever done in my whole entire life <laughs> so going to a park that has that times 10 or 11 yeah. or however many however many houses they have um seems so awesome but uh not for me you know right. like i i still watch all of them though like i i like read um or i like read uh a few different like online uh like uh roller coaster slash theme park uh blogs oh okay and so like one of them always does the walkthroughs mm-hmm. of like all the houses so right. like i get to watch the houses and kind of be scared from my own house from not in person, so I yeah. just punch someone or <laughs> right. have a heart attack. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I just got to tell you this story about it because I thought it was genius. I went, they had a Purge house, you know, the movies The Purge? Yeah, of course. So in that one, which I already enjoyed, you know, I've done the Ian Hates movies on those as well because I like them. Yeah, and yeah. we're going through the house and they're playing metal music in the background. Like that's supposed to like hurt people's ears and I'm just rocking out the whole time because... <laughs> It worked. It worked for me. But I remember my sister had to go in front of me. She said, no, no, I have to be in front of you so that you can always protect me. I was like, that doesn't really make that much sense. I'm six, five. You should probably be behind me. But she was like, yeah, she was like in front, in front. I was like, okay, fine. So I was at the end of the line of our tour and this little girl came up behind me and I was like, oh, they just let some more people in. And she followed me for about four rooms. And then all of a sudden a guy jumped out from behind the wall grabbed her, threw her up against the wall and started stabbing her in the stomach so that blood spurted out everywhere. And I realized <laughs> they just put plants in the audience. And I was like, that is a genius, genius idea. Oh my God. That's it, great. It worked absolutely perfectly. So I, I completely understand. I laugh at those horror things. It's not because I'm not afraid of anything. It's just because I know that they aren't going to go after me. They're going after like oh. other people, you know? Oh. 
of course, of course. And see, my thing, though, man, like, so, like, I've, I've been scared so many times in my life, just even, like, trick-or-treating. Like, my the neighborhood that I, like, trick-or-treat in or used to trick-or-treat in, like, would it just went all out. So, like, I would always be that kid that would go up to the house and there would be, like, a stuffed animal on the porch but uh, he would actually be like a person in the stuffed animal suit and it would come <laughs> chasing after me like that's happened to me that's happened to me like a million freaking times like like not even joking so so i that's why i don't do haunted houses that's right. why you know because it, it it will be me like i like we'd be in a group of 10 people going through a haunted house and i will be the one that they freaking all just decide to pick on ah i got you so, you give off that scent of Oh no, I can be scared. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> That's a really unique story because of what you also sing about and what you've done your music on as well. Now, do you like anything like Stephen King books or are you completely against that? No, I definitely do. You know, I grew up, my mom uh, loves Stephen King. Um, absolutely. So I've seen a good bit of the movies, you know, growing up and stuff like that. And and I, I, you know, I will be honest, I don't read too much. That's, a lot of that's because of, um, uh, I have, uh, I have like a, kind of like a small form of dyslexia. Oh, okay. So it's very hard for me to read, uh, like full on. Mm-hmm. Like I can read, I don't, don't take that Oh, no, no. Like I can read. No, I didn't think this was a Ian dyslexia, Hates Music exclusive or anything. <laughs> yeah. Having dyslexia is, is kind of a really weird way of reading. And okay. so like... When I was growing up, of course, then re- I read, but I didn't read as much as maybe some other people. So that's when I turned to music right. and kind of, um, and, and because music, you know, you don't read, you know, you read notes, of course, and, you know, with sheet music and all that. And, you know, I took piano lessons and voice lessons and all that crap, mm-hmm. um, you know, my whole life. But, but music was always there when most people were spent reading to be involved into some sort of story with me. Music was that same way right. where I got lost into records and, and, and albums and, and my favorite bands and coming up with scenarios in my head about, you know, what even their records were about where, you know, before YouTube or before, you know, Facebook or MySpace or Zanga or whatever, you know, you could go read or, or, um, listen or, or, uh, or a watch like a, a YouTube interview, you know, on a band. Right. Like I would just sit there thinking, what was this guy thinking about? You know, what was what was this and this and this? You know, so so you know, reading wasn't as much as a big thing as music mm-hmm. truly is in my life. Right. Um, but now I will say, you know, for like Yergi, um, who who is the main, which is kind of weird. A lot of people would think I'm like the main lyrics. Lyricist in the band, sure. but that's actually Yergi, um, okay. which also plays on a really cool role because um, I become like a storyteller, and and that's like my whole thing about the band is is I'm I'm this like storyteller that gets to tell this awesome amazing story that Yergi gets to write and I get to refine, of course, you know, by by adding in my own special stuff, you know. So she comes up with the main ideas and and all that fun stuff and then and then comes the you know the my little my little parts sure so. you were kind of almost bred to really really enjoy concept albums exactly and that's uh, kind of where the funeral portrait came to be <laughs> that, <laughs> so. and that makes total sense then there are surprises and everything in this album could you go over 
the basic concept of this album without giving too much away? Yeah, of course I can. You know, and I think I think we've kind of talked about it before. Like I think I have before in like an interview or two. Yeah. But you know, with us, you know, our our last EP was very straightforward. It was you know the five stages of loss and grief, with the first song being what happened, the incident. You sure. know, and then the five stages to follow. So that's why that EP had six songs. Right now with this with this record, we we didn't really want to write a full on concept. Um, we did. We wanted to write what the whole. We wanted to write songs about a certain topic, let alone a full on like a full on. What am I trying to say? Like a full on concept as much as like a story. Like the character goes through this, 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 you know? Um, With us, we wanted to write every song more about just a certain topic. Okay. And that being, um, that being kind of what happens after you die, you know? Um, Do you float to heaven or, you know, do you just, roam around the universe soullessly for eternity, right. you know, in silence. And the, the, the word silence has a lot to do with, you know, the, the record and, um, and, and you know, the, 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 the fear of God, mm-hmm. the fear of afterlife, the fear of not having an afterlife, um, you know, just laying in the ground, um, actually knowing that you're just laying there um, for eternity, you know? Right. Or pitch black silence, you know? Nothing. And I think both so, of those concepts are pretty scary to most people, that's for sure. Exactly. And that's something that, like, with us touching on it, it's, it's a very scary record. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, again, where the monster from the front cover kind of comes into play is that the record is kind of scary. And, and you know, death... Death is my um, biggest fear, you know. Honestly, um, besides uh, besides not one day providing for my family, uh, not providing, but but helping. Like mm. I hate. I I'm a hard worker. Right. So, yeah. Like, definitely. So like I really so like I really like to work hard. So like me not being able to like help out in any way possible is very scary to me. And then um, the fear of death, you know, um, the fear of um, you know, the fear of what does happen. And so this record really touches on that. And, you know, I think that's something, um, you know, with, with Yergi uh, not being religious um, his whole life from, from the way it seems, you know, he, he keeps a lot to himself. You know, even though I've been in a band with him for five years, you know, we don't, we, I don't think any of us as a band has, has ever really talked about religion until this record. Oh, and okay. um, and that's something that we, you know, we touch on in it is uh, our, our feelings, all of us. Uh, about like what would actually happen. Is that so. during the entire record? Because I remember specifically in Spark that coming up a great deal. <laughs> there definitely is. Um, there definitely is. You know, like I said, it's not. It's not as much as like a character that that discovers that you know one day he he, he jumped off the cliff or something right. like that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's literally the whole record is about that feeling of loneliness after death. Mm-hmm. or the knowing of what is going to happen. Like here on Earth, you you know, always thinking, well, is there a God, you know? Right. It, am I going, if I do if I do good in this life, you know, or um, if I believe in Him, will I, you know, go to heaven? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Is there, 
nothing? Do we just float in outer space, right. you know, like soulless bodies, you know? Um, <laughs> so, so it all kind of touches on it. Yeah, and that makes sense. Like when I was listening to this, you know, back to back, just going through everything, I was never thinking that this was a concept like famous last words with the incubus that came out where it was following that one person. But this is a very interesting way of telling a concept story by maybe all those points of views of what could be happening. I like that a lot. Exactly. And that's kind of where where every song kind of has its own story. Right. And that's, that's more what we are because we don't, we don't write. um, None of us write uh, in first person really, you know, we don't write in, um, what is what is the word that I'm looking for? We don't write in, you know, like, you know, we we're not our lives aren't too interesting. Yeah, on the <laughs> road it's interesting, but like, you know, we we all grew up, um, you know, like pretty much here in you know not here, but in Georgia, you mm-hmm. know, and, and lived great lives before meeting each other and deciding to do a band, um, <laughs> right. which which has turned into a a crazy story on its own. But you know, like. Of course, we we still sing about heartbreak and um, you know about uh, death of relationships and stuff and and you know I think we'll always be you know uh, sad <laughs> right. people because that's just who we are um, in, in the word of emo or or whatever you might sure. want to use but uh, we you know we um, we're just uh, you know we 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 don't like to write about just firsthand experiences you know. We like to code it with uh, with multiple different ones. Right. It's that storytelling that you were talking about before, but to a different level. Just not not as that perspective necessarily of what you've literally done, but of what you've been thinking about and maybe experiences that can shape or fulfill what you're talking about. Exactly. No, that um, makes perfect exactly. sense. And look, you took a lot of risks with this album as well. I mean, I thought something very unique that you did was the album being called A Moment of Silence and that first track, that title track, almost being an interlude slash instrumental until that lasts around 20 seconds or so where the vocals come in. Where did all this come from? Was that, did the band get together and decide on that or was that something that happened organically? Um, You know, the, the first song, we wanted to do an intro, you know, like the EP, we didn't do an intro and we want this record because we kind of technically have like three interludes, I guess you could say in this record, we have uh, a moment of silence, which, you know, is the first, first song, the but fear that, of God. it's kind of like an intro. Right. Yep. Um, and then you have the fear of God, which is um, kind of like an interlude. Sure. Um, and which the name of the song speaks for itself. Right. It's so powerful enough to me and to, to my belief and to, I think, um, you know, the beliefs of, of other people, but like, uh, but, uh, to where it doesn't need lyrics. It doesn't need uh, me singing or Yerky screaming or Chris screaming, which he screams a lot on this record as well. Yep. And, um, I was going to ask you about that later. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with, with us, we, uh, and then the the last one being uh, um, being the acoustic acoustic key song, I guess. Um, with spark. So yep, and uh, so with that, like that actually originally, I don't even think we were gonna do. Uh, I don't think that because that that one, I don't even think we were gonna do lyrics as well. 
And then we started working around it and your geek took the verses and I took the choruses and that one. And yeah. you know, that one's what, like a minute and a half as well. I think it's right at two minutes. Or yeah. Something. It's right at so, two. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yep. So, so it's us. Like we, we wanted to write some songs that really put the record together. Like, sure. um, so it's not just a bunch of, Oh, she's just a bunch of songs, you know, she's, right. she's a feeling, you know, and that's something too, is we like our songs to have feeling. We like our records to have this overall feeling so you can sit down and actually listen to it from front to back right. and be like, oh, okay, now I get it. Yeah, and you can definitely tell with this album as well. There's absolutely no doubt about that because, yeah, there are certain parts of songs you can pick out and you can just tell that there's a lot of passion. Like, you can tell how much work went into an album like this. <laughs> Sweet, well, thanks. That's, that's, that's cool because a lot of work did go into it, you know? And that's something that, like, you know, of course, you know, just because you put a lot of work into something doesn't mean it's going to, like, be ultimately successful or, or do great things. But but with us, you know, we're, we're, we're really proud of it. Um, I, I love the songs myself. Yeah. I, um, you know, to, to get ready for playing new songs live, you know, I, I have to listen to it, like, a million times <laughs> just to sure. make sure I'm doing everything the way I was on the record. Right. Um, of course I spice it up here and there live, but, but with that, like I, um, you know, like I, uh, I try and do things a little, a little different live, but, um, but so I, I like go back and listen to the record every once in a while. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, so, so I, I'm very proud of, of everyone in my band, you know, for, for doing this, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my, uh, of the label that we're on revival. Oh yeah. So, like, for, for even wanting to release this record, you know, because it's, it, like I said, it is kind of different. And, but with us though, man, music needs to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's so many fucking, the same old run of the, run of the mill bands out there, which there's nothing wrong with them. You know, some of, some of those bands, you know, we, we tour with all the time and, and you know, are our best friends, you know, just because they they play something that a lot of other people play doesn't mean that they're not amazing as well, you know. But, right. but with us personally, we just wanted to write a record that was weird sure. <laughs> and, and different. So <laughs> and it does it does come across for sure. Let me ask you this: since you like being spontaneous and you want to really showcase what you've done with this record, how do you decide on what songs you're going to play live? Because, like you mentioned, you're always out on tour. I think I read even just before we spoke that there was a Facebook message that you had put out that said, this is your 15th tour in two years. <laughs> yep. That's true. That um, is crazy. <laughs> that is yeah, a crazy amount crazy. of touring. Yeah. Especially for the size of band we are, you know, um, I think this, this van that I bought, um, only had 200 miles on it because I, the van that we had that we did our first two tours on mm-hmm. was so close to crapping out on us. Like we couldn't do another tour on it. So I like bought a new one. Uh, um, before our second tour of Alasana, the Confessions tour. Yep, mm-hmm. And so I think right now it has 80, 87, 88,000 piles wow. on it already. Wow. And I just bought it like a year and a half ago. Yeah, that's, I was about to say I remember so, seeing you on that tour. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So with that, like, even, like, like with us, like, picking songs for, the, for what to play live, like, Right now, honestly, I'm being like, we, we only play Casanova from the EP. Like, we, we don't play anything else. Right. Um, not saying that we won't, 
on the next tour or the next tour or something, but we we have a new record coming out. And yeah. with us, like this record is um the most important thing to us right now. So we want to showcase our favorite songs from it. Right. And that's another thing is like choosing which song to take from the record is you know, the songs from that are our favorite, you know, that are our um that we feel that we connect to and that we feel like we can get emotional with and um and, and you know, and, and hopefully kids will enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so so there was there was no real, you know, even even with the singles as much as like the songs that we did the the videos for, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have a feeling there's like one or two songs on the record that we haven't done a video for yet, which hopefully we will. Sure. Um, if I have it my way, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a video for every song. Oh, there you go. But um, I would love to, just because I love I love music videos. So, um, but but yeah, like we, uh, I don't know. I think we're we're you know. I think there's one or two songs on the record once it's released, you know, on the 16th. I think that uh, kids will be like, oh, this is now my new favorite female portrait song. Oh, so, absolutely. I have a new favorite. What? I want to know. Tell me. Oh, yeah. Me. Uh, it's uh, it's Save Yourself. Okay. That's my yeah, favorite so one. Funny. Um, yeah. See, um, it's so funny. Everybody that I talk to is completely different. It yeah. is so awesome. That, That's when that you know you hit it. So, yeah. So that makes me happy. It's like one of my friends, like, she, um, I sent her the record and she, she does like, um, she, she like does, uh, like interviews and stuff like that as well. Sure. But, um, and, and she like, uh, she, she loves, uh, shaking hands. Oh, and okay. She was like, she was like, oh, that sounds like Chiodos. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, sweet steaks. Like, yeah. like, like that's pretty sweet. You know, like, like, like that, that's your favorite song. And then that, you know, like save yourself is yours. And, you know, it's funny, you know, it's just, uh, like, I know my girlfriend's favorite is, uh, Double Helix, you know, like, oh, the, sure. the super kind of pop-punky one, right. and, um, like, it's it's just funny how everyone must have a, <laughs> has a different, have a, has a yeah. different one. I think everyone at the band has a different one, too, so. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, look, that's the mark of a great album, and sure, I can tell you a favorite track, but this is one that I just press play, and I've listened to it straight back and forth. So it's, sweet. yeah, it's, it's definitely very, very well done. So are people on the tour, are they responding well to the new music? I think so. You know, um, this is, you know, we've been playing new songs for, for a while. So, um, so with that being said, like, um, this tour is our, this is probably our second tour with announcing the record. Yeah. Cause the Feral My Love tour, yep. we announced the record. But this is our first like bigger tour. Mm-hmm. That other that Feral My Love tour was kind of like a headliner. Yeah. Um, so we would we would we would play last every day, and so you know we weren't doing you know two hundred kids a night. You know, like this tour. This tour is doing great. You know, this tour. We also do. We honestly, I think, do better out on the West Coast than on the East Coast really? right now. Wow. Okay. So yeah, um, I think it's because we don't get to come out here that often. Ah. Uh. So um, so. You know, it's more of a special uh, occasion when we do come out. So, right, East Coast, right. you know, we could drive five hours and just go play a show in Raleigh, North Carolina, and drive another five and pretty much be in Art Six and be in New York City. You know, true. so very true. So, with here, you know, getting all the way out to LA is like a two-day, three-day trek. So, right. <laughs> so it doesn't happen often. But no, well, to answer, I guess to answer your question fully, I think kids are loving it. Um, you know, 
of course, they might not be able to sing along to all the new ones, but, you know, I think they've listened to, like, Father, Like, Son, and The Water Will Beat the Gravity enough mm-hmm. to where they're singing along to those two. And we're also playing Meanwhile, you know, which was our theme of yeah. our single um, that we released early this year, so... Was that like a transition song to kind of wean people <laughs> off, you know, of, of uh, well, for the, the EP? Well, the name kind of explains it all. <laughs> right. So, um, which is kind of a play on the the, the actual meaning of Meanwhile, uh, the song. The song we wrote actually about uh, that TV show Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so and all the imagery and, and a good bit of the lyrics and everything comes from that movie. Oh, so the, it's a movie and a and a TV show, but the TV show is way better than the movie. Yes. The movie is very confusing. <laughs> very true. Um, but, but uh, so, and meanwhile, Laura Palmer, the one of the main characters um, in the last episode, she says, meanwhile, and, uh, and she does that little hand motion with her hands while she says it, mm-hmm. and that's what turned into the front cover or the, the single artwork. Right. And right. us releasing, releasing Meanwhile. Um, so, so we are playing Meanwhile on this tour. Um, just because, you know, we like, we like playing it and it was like a single that we just wanted to put out, you know, as like an interlude, you know? Sure. Let me ask you this while we're on the topic of, you know, different favorite songs and everything on the new album. Is there anything that you're particularly proud of vocally? Something that you really worked hard on? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, man. Um, there's some fucking high notes that I hit that I just hate myself for actually even putting on there. Because now you have to continue uh, to do it? Yep. <laughs> and it sucks. And it sucks because, like, I'm here in the cold and, you know, dry freaking weather in Colorado and right. Salt Lake City and 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 at a, a very high elevation as well. So it's like hard to breathe sometimes. Sure. So now I'm like stuck here singing super high when, <laughs> of course, my range is up there as well. But, yeah, yeah. You know, but having to push and get up there every night is, uh, whoo, baby, <laughs> you know. But I am very proud that I, uh, I, I knocked that shit out, you know. Um, we also, with the record, we didn't do too many vocal takes. We wanted it to be pretty raw with the whole record in general. So, so you know, everything that you hear on the record is real. There oh, is, I will say, you know, there's, of course, editing with a computer. Oh, yeah. But, you know, a lot of these takes, we just took one take and we were like, oh, this sounds cool. We're going to keep it, you know? So, um, same with same with drums and same with guitars, you know. Um, all the drums you hear are, are real. There's not sampled, you know, drums over it. There's not it's all real guitar, it's all real synths too. Like we plugged in actual like synths. Oh wow, like okay. Vintage moves and stuff and, and got what we wanted. Um, same with the pianos that yeah. you hear, like the pianos were actually tracked live and stuff, so <laughs> so so we so we kinda try to keep it as real as possible. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I think you can definitely tell for sure. So I, I'm happy with it. <laughs> no, I, I'm very glad you are. I mean, look, so we're recording this obviously before the album comes out itself. But how are you feeling yeah. then? You know, December 16th is coming up. Revival, I think, has done a really great job of marketing everything very well. You're out on this tour with Famous Last Words as well, who just had their new album come out. So they've been hitting it big time as well. How are you feeling right now, knowing that you're so close to releasing this to everyone? Oh, um, uh, I'm kind of scared. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, this is this is it's been a lot of hard work into this record for the past uh, 
for the past year, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> with that being said, um, you know, we, uh, you know, so much depends on, on first week sales nowadays, right. um, that it's, it's kind of stressful. It's, it's very stressful, shall I say. So like, you know, first week sales depends on even if we can get warp tour this year or next year or get this manager or get this, um, you know, get this tour or, you know, some band will want us on their package because we sold over a thousand copies or something, you know, and that stuff is so important nowadays that, uh, you know, we, we kind of, we kind of, um, I'm, 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 I'm not even nervous about that, you know, because, you know, it'll do what it does. You know, you, you know, we, we've pushed it. We were playing these shows. We're putting our hearts into this art, you know, into this music. Right. So I'm happy about that. You know, um, on that side, that's why I'm nervous, but I'm actually really excited for everyone to have a bunch of new funeral portrait songs. So we don't have to play the same dang six songs over <laughs> and over again. Sure. Like we had to do for like, <laughs> the past year and a half. Right. So <laughs> I'm excited. I think, I think, um, kids will see, you know, that we are definitely more mature now, uh, with the sound, mm-hmm. but, um, but that, you know, I think, I think so far kids have really, kids have really enjoyed it. I think, um, you know, I enjoy it. So, yeah. so hopefully everyone else will. No, I hope the same thing. And I would hope that I've beaten this into my audience's head enough of how important those first week sales are. So this show is going to come out with enough time for everyone to pre-order as well. So I'm hoping people will do that. I've done mine for sure uh, because I really, really like this album a lot. So Thank you, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you for putting all that time and effort into it. (laughs) You know, there's a lot with it, you know, it's still even self-managed, you know, like I manage the band myself, you know, most of the tools that I get, or that the funeral culture get, I, I'm, I'm like out there begging friends to take us on tour, or people that I've like met in the industry to just give us a shot, you know, right. and, and, you know, so, so we all have a lot into this, you know, we all wrote these songs together, and, you know, uh, Revival has a lot in it, you know, just even besides the money, you know, like, we were technically the second band they ever signed. Yeah, um, right. You know, and <laughs> now that Migosh has, yeah. has moved on to Outer Loop, um, with with us, we're we're the OG boys. You know, we're, that's true. We're and and Sean always called us his babies. Anyways, you know, <laughs> um, he really helped develop us. You know, he really helped. Um, ha- you know, he really helped us find us, and so we're really happy about it as well. Hopefully there aren't any like bad feelings or anything. Is it a little weird that Migosh has their new album coming out the same day as you guys? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, I don't know how that happened. Right. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't. I don't know. I don't because we've been. We both. You know, you have to submit your records um, to distro very fast. Like you have to submit your. You have to submit your record like like ninety days at least before it comes out so so like you know so we've been submitted for like probably four months three three four months before this record even got announced you know so so it was kind of weird yeah (laughs) so yeah i was laughing about that a little bit because also those guys are awesome still though you know even though we're on different labels now or anything whatever yeah like those guys are still awesome 
and I don't even care who sells more or whatever. I, you know, all I care about is that people give both fans to listen and support it. So no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that too, because I remember seeing you both on tour together before as yeah, well. Exactly. Which I'm sure we'll tour together again soon. Cause we are all still friends. Oh, so. good. No, that's very good to hear. But yeah, but the main focus will be getting your album. <laughs> That'll be the main focus that I'm going to have. Hopefully, everyone you know participate in for sure. I hope, I hope, man. I I, I love this record, and I I just hope I hope kids enjoy it. You know, I hope uh, uh, you know, and and if not, you know, it is what it is. You know, because we we enjoy it. So in the end, you know, we're creating art for us, and it's pretty cool every once in a while if if a fan or you know if we actually gain a fan or two along the way. You know, for creating this art for us, right. And I think you definitely will. But I think that's actually, I just looked at the time. I think you and I have a lot of stuff that we can talk about, but I know you have a show. <laughs> I know you have a show. Yeah. I had so many more questions about just random things well, too. So Maybe we should do a part two after the record's out for a little bit. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Let's I, let, have people digest it. Maybe we talk a little yeah. bit more about the concept and everything, and we just go through a bunch of other stuff. Definitely down, man. So that sounds like an awesome time. Yeah, that's great. Here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have links to everything The Funeral Portrait on the description of this episode. We're also going to be doing a review of the album on the show as well. But for right now, what's the best way that people, and I think they already know, but it's best to hear you state it again. What's the best way to support you right now? Uh, man, honestly, going and pre-ordering that record either on iTunes, on Google Play, on on whatever it is. And, and you know, buying an actual record or, or Merch Now, you know, and that's another thing, too, is you can buy a physical copy on MerchNow.com. Right. And um, I think it's actually the funeralportrait.merchnow.com. And it takes you to, like, our own little, like, private site. It's right. really cool. Yep. And we've got a lot of pre-order stuff up there. But besides that, even if, okay, Say you don't want to spend ten dollars and blah blah blah. Cause you already uh, like you already pay premium for Spotify or Apple Music. Well, then guess what? Stream that record like over and over like again. A, a, like yeah, stream it over like fifty or a hundred times, and, and it'll actually count for a full record sale. There we go. Okay. But, but honestly, like like uh, you know, numbers aside, you know, just freaking listen to it. Like tell your friends about it. You know, if you enjoy it, you know, and if you don't enjoy it. You know, thanks for listening. You know, even that, you know, I don't even care if you don't like it. It's cool that you even gave us a shot. So that's a good message to have. And look, I really only have people on this show that I really love their music. So this was a treat. I know we've been trying to work this out for a few months yeah. now. And but I think now I'm glad it did. This this was a good timing for me. Oh, so yeah. I, I also kind of go into hiding when it's not time to talk about things right. because I spill the beans way too much. <laughs> um, gotcha. You know, like me already talking about our like us working on more music. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> believe know? me, I wanted not, to talk more about that. We're but... gonna, like, re- right. Exactly. <laughs> I not completely that we're going to like, release anything soon at all, but the idea is that we always do continue to write. So. <laughs> right, and that's great for fans to hear as well. So even without pressing into it, to know that that's something on your mind, that that's something that you want to do, is going to excite people anyways. Yeah. Well, so. Lee, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope you have a great show tonight and continue on with this tour. I'll have everything out for people way before the 16th so that people can get excited about it 
and hopefully pre-order and everything because it really, really is a great album. So congratulations. Thank you so much, man. No, and thank you again for being on the show. Much appreciated. Of course. Thanks for having me, man. This has been awesome. And we are back 
that last track leading out of the conversation with Lee was the second single of A Moment of Silence, Like Father, Like Son. I really hope you enjoy that conversation. I know I say it a lot, but I really do, and I really enjoyed the conversation as well. You know, I've been a fan for a long time, as you heard on the conversation, so it was just really great to have Lee on and be able to talk about this really great album. I wasn't kidding at the end of the conversation when I said, I'm sure we could have gone much longer. So thank you very much, Lee, for coming on the show. Good luck with the rest of the tour. I'd also like to thank Jen from Catalyst for helping set all this up. Much appreciated. And now, like we talked about, the best way to support The Funeral Portrait and Lee right now is to go ahead and pre-order their new album, A Moment of Silence, or just within that first week, make sure to pick it up. And you can pre-order right now by going to thefuneralportrait.merchnow.com. And all the links to pre-order A Moment of Silence as well as ways to get in touch with The Funeral Portrait will also be in the description of this episode. Also, you can support Ian Hates Music as well. But most important, if you can go to iTunes and if you like the show, rate it five stars and leave a comment. That really does help us out. Because there's Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition where we talk to great people like Lee. And then there's also the weekly Ian Hates Music Show, where we go over all the news, new songs, album reviews, everything going on in the scene itself. So going to iTunes and doing that really helps us out. So once again, thank you very much to Lee for coming on the show. I'm going to leave you with one more taste of A Moment of Silence, once again, coming out on December 16th. This was my favorite track that I mentioned on the show. This is Save Yourself. So I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Kills me to see.